Watch, you'll see it. I hey. love the background setting. I love it, man. I oh my it. god. Look yeah. at this. What you look. We are the Fat Fish Podcast. I've been doing podcasts now for two years, and look that who I get to host a podcast with. This guy is just an icon in the business. That's Brad Grumberg, and you might know him from this great show. Oh, that's the roofer. Hey, how you doing? Hey. I'm looking for Mr. Larry David. Yeah, me. How you doing? I'm Jonas from Champion Roofers. Ah. I'm here to check out your leak. It's guest room. It's up that way. Well, that's where it starts, and uh, you never know where it goes. So I got to get my ladder and get up there and check it out. You're going up? Yeah, I'm a roofer. That's what I do. Leon. Hey, Leon, Jonas, Champion Roofers, how you doing? He's going up. You want a fucking roof? Oh, yeah. Damn. Let me, I don't want to take up any more of your time. 20 minutes, okay? And I'll give you a quote. Let me get my ladder. You motherfucker need a crane. You feel me? Let's check this puppy out. Good. I got something special to show you. I have got a brand new pallet of tiles to replace the cracked ones on the roof. I'm, I'm sure they're fine. I, I, don't, I don't need to see Oh, them. you're going to be very impressed. Come on. Come uh, on. There's no point in, in showing me tiles. I have no yeah, interest in tiles. Come on. Check this out. Look at those bad boys. Oh, wow. fantastic. Gorgeous tiles. Only the best. I'm really glad I got to see them. I'll be up there for a couple of days if you need me. I'm going to put these in, and it'll be good as new. You're going up? Yeah. That's what I do. Couple of days? You want it perfect, don't you? What do you do? Why don't you send this kid up there? Er Eric's in training. Eric yeah. is my assistant. Send him up. He's not ready to go up yet. Yeah, I don't, I don't go up. He goes up. You go up? I... And you supervise from down here. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think he really wants to be a roofer. Mm -hmm. Tell him. I'm looking into tattooing. Tattoo? Tattoo artist? Why don't you give Larry a tattoo? Oh. I mean, I I'd be down for that. That's not going to happen. No? No? Uh, no way? He's the roofer. I'm the roofer's helper. He goes up. I stay down here. Larry, fucking look over there. My fucking charge is right there. And the fucking wire is going from there up through the fucking window. The roofer took your charger? You fat motherfucker. Hey. Uh, hey. Hey. Let it go, motherfucker. Let it go. Get back. Come here. Come here. Let it go, you fat bitch. Oh. 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 I'm gonna ruin. I'm gonna ruin your career. You go from Larry Davis, David, to working with me. That's classic. Tell everyone. Tell everyone. Hi, we're Fat Fish. That's Brad Grumberg. I'm Fish. Tell everyone what it was like working on that iconic show. Well, let me tell you. Uh, my grandma and I uh, watched Seinfeld nine o'clock Thursday nights for the duration of the show. My grandma loved Kramer, and I told them that on the bed. I said, Larry. Hey, you know, I just want to let you know, thanks for having me. This is amazing. Because we we shot our first scene on the bed. My stepman, Eric, uh, 
Eric Audet was unbelievable. He did that stunt. I just, you know, they just put me, they inserted me after he fell. And I said, Larry, thanks for having me. I, he goes, no, thank you. I go, thank me? He goes, you owned your weight. I go, oh, like John Candy <laughs> and Jackie Gleason. And uh, the rest is history. And I can't thank Larry enough and Jeff Schaefer. I mean, it was amazing. It was, it, I want to go back. I hope they, I hope he goes five more years, but I think this is his last year. But Larry is the, he's nothing like his character. He's nothing like his character. He is a very Zen guy, kind of like you, Fish, you know. By the way, you know, the show is called Fat Fish. And your fish, who's fat? Oh, we're fat on life. We're fat on life. Oh, you know, uh, I'm happy being a fat guy. If you get Come a piece on. of catfish at Chuck's Tavern where I bartend, it's a fat piece of fish. Are you oh. insinuating you're are you insinuating you were a big man because you fell through a fucking roof? No. I would never no. do that to you. We're fat on never. life, buddy. That's what we we have a huge history, you and I. We met for our listeners and our uh, people of you, and we met I what thirty some odd years ago. You were shooting a pilot, and yes. you used the bar that my family owned to shoot the interiors, and then you let me act in one of the scenes, and we reconnected, yes. and, and here we are. And I have some I have some pictures of your youth for everyone. Um, oh, look great. at this! Is oh. is, is were you auditioning? Wait, is is that an audition? Were you were trying to be Davy Jones from the Monkees as a younger age? What the hell's that? I don't even know who that is, but uh, that I still have that shirt and it still fits. Um, but no, that was a, not but, a bad looking kid, right? No, good looking kid. Then 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 you went to this guy. This this is the oh, kind of guy you look at. You said this is the kind of guy you look at and say. I'm cheating off that guy in the chemistry exam. Look at that. That's a that's a smart oh, looking guy in high school. No, no, I was the cheater. Yeah, no, no one cheated off me, fish. No one. Trust me. Oh man, oh, no, I'm trying that to give you a compliment. Was... And then we, then we morphed to this guy. Look at that. Oh, you know? yeah, that's. You know that guy. That's a, that's a, that's Chunky Love, the uh, the international rap star. Oh. Get dismissed, baby. Yeah. You know I'll what? Tell you, I, I, I could play. You know, I'm like a chameleon, right? I can play anything. Hey, Chameleon, I'm surprised Snoop Dogg hasn't put you in a video yet, man. You're that great. But, hey, we, we, we just have, you know, such a history together, and you're just an established actor. And just when we go through these shows and your career, we find out other things that you did, the audience is going to be stupefied. But I got to ask I, you this, because you're a sports yeah. fan also. The dominoes yeah. are falling in the NFL right now. Derek Carr just signed with the New Orleans Saints. Good move for him, you know. Oh, he was yeah, rumored yeah. to go to the Jets. But, yeah. we, you know, you and I are pissed off kind of at, at Aaron Rodgers because of the drama. So Aaron Rodgers is actually watching the show right now from that tank that he was in. Look, there's Aaron Rodgers <laughs> watching us. He went back into, you know, at, look. What you're was he doing? I don't, what the what hell is this guy doing? What was it? It was a tank that you just have total darkness for two days? Yeah, I, for two days. What do you do there? I mean, I, I, I'm scared of the dark. I don't even know what he's, what is that? What is he proving doing it? He, you I know what? It, it, it's it's drama. You're in a dramatic business, and yeah. he's all drama, and it's pissing off the people in Green Bay. But now that Derek Carr fell to the Saints, Brad, it looks like there's only three destinations for for the eyes upon us, and that's right here in Las Vegas with the Raiders, the New York Jets, or he goes back to Green Bay. I personally think he goes back to Green Bay. You know what do you think? Yeah. He's got such, the one thing I don't like about him. He's got such an ego. God, man, I love humble people like yourself. Well, like me, 
Now, you're, you're a big ego, don't you? <laughs> you could, you know what? I'm going to say this right now. To, I'm a handsome man. Vision. You are very good looking. You know, Brad Pitt, I mean, Clooney and Fish. I mean, you are really, and a great actor. You're a thespian. Look, you can't dance. A white man cannot dance. But... I could dance. I'll do the little. Wow. I could dance. Ask people yeah. who know me. I could dance. People, people That's walk true. down the street and they see me in Vegas and they go, Tony Monero from Saturday Night Fever. I said, "Hell yeah, man! I love it." I, so I heard at your bar mitzvah they booed you off the floor. But anyway, that's another story for another time. But uh, no, I don't understand this Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't get along with his family. Doesn't talk to his brother. He's the luckiest guy in the world. And by the way, he's never winning another Super Bowl. I said this about Tom Brady. It's time to close the window. Move on in your life. Let somebody else move up like the the quarterback for green bay uh what's his name love the guy yeah he's great. love sure sure he's waiting no, in the wings right yeah i don't like that it's time to move on every listen he's had a great career it's time to do something else right and he can he can do something else you know and it's just we yeah. you know the the good thing about green bay is that they have a loyal fan base and and you and i have grown up grew up in los angeles uh and we get we get criticized and laughed at because the moniker people show up with Dodger games in the seventh inning and leave in the ninth. This was established oh. in Los Angeles. And it's crazy. The Rams win the Super Bowl, not last year, the year before. And their first game, my brother's there, right, Brad? There's 40,000 yeah. Buffalo Bill fans there. And then me living in Las Vegas, it's insane yeah. with, with when all people selling their tickets. You never saw that in Oakland. So is that something that's just indigenous to the West Coast when we grew up, that there's just no loyalty unless you win? What do you it's, think? It's, I, I just think everybody, yeah. I mean, like, you know, when, when a team is up and coming, you know, that's when you support it, right? You don't jump on the bandwagon. L.A. people are bandwagoners, you know? I, I just, you know, I'll watch it on TV. No, go to the game. Spend some money. Have some fun. Bring the family. Dress up. I don't know. L.A. has always been like that. You know, I mean, I remember back in the 70s with the Dodgers and I mean, it was just exciting. But, you know, L.A. people, they got so much to do. You know, if I don't get the best seat, I'm not going. Right. You and I, we would sit way up in the nosebleed section and, and watch the game because we love sports so much. So, yeah, it is indigenous to L.A. fans. I love L.A. I love the fans, but they're not like Buffalo, Green Bay, who sit in the cold oh. and just Right. Oh, man. Chicago. Great town. Chicago would be a great town to live. Sports, people and food. But you no like way. food, Brad? Are you, are you a food connoisseur? Uh, a little bit. Can you tell? Okay. I no, because we're just we're, we're just we're just fat on fish. But I will tell you this. We're fat fish, baby. Yeah, we, um, we're, we're going to establish a couple of segments here. And one of them is called this. It's called This is Dope. And okay. we're going to bring up Vegas because Vegas is now looking for a quarterback. And I found two icons here that are just phenomenal in this search. Okay. Look at this. Okay. That's Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite, man. Does he look oh, good in a Raider my. uniform? What do you oh, remember that movie that you auditioned for and you yes, lost out on? Yes. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Great flip. Great movie. That's oh, Uncle Rico for the quarterback. Now you want to see okay. you want to see total swag that this is dope. This is not Photoshop. This is the Teflon Don, John Gotti. Look at him oh, walking boy. down the streets of Brooklyn one day. He's wearing a Raider jacket. And, and I he love was considered the one of the greatest dressers for any Mafia Don. 
and he's got the silver and black on. Way to go, Al Davis. Maybe you know where Al got some of his money. <laughs> I, you never know. I, you never know with those guys. You know what I'm saying? But the FBI was watching their every move, right? Hey, no, we love that. We no. love them. We, there's no more mob anymore, right? There's no, no you don't. You and I don't know any of those guys. No. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> oh, it's crazy, I just, man. I just want to stay alive. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, so no. what do you think about Brad? We, we, we chopping the fat here and we're, we're, you know, we, we, we've been friends for so long, but we're, we're both guys that have been around and going around, you have wisdom. And do you, do you notice that there's no etiquette anymore? I, I just read an article on CNN that an American airlines flight, some guy just stood up and took a leak on another passenger and they had the, they could seriously, he just stood up and took a leak on another passenger. I, I, I don't know if both the I don't know if both the laboratories were being occupied, but to do that that takes a lot of ball. That would never happen when you and I were younger. Wouldn't you just well, grab a paper out. sack or do it in on, on in front of you? What do you do? What would you? Or, what would Brad Grumberg do in that situation? Bottle. I I mean, if I would I be the guy who pissing or the guy who's being pissed on? I'd probably be the guy who he pissed on me, right? You're not getting up in that seat because you know the food's coming no, soon, not, so you're not yeah. leaving. He's yeah. pissing on me. So he pissed on a guy because he couldn't make it to the bathroom, or was I he don't pissed know. at? Get it pissed on him because he was pissed. <laughs> how, how do you explain? How do you, Brad? How do you explain that? How do you say? Let's say you're flying. I don't know where this flight went to, but let's say you're flying from New York to Los Angeles for a major audition, and your flight gets diverted to Indianapolis, and you got to tell the casting director, well, you know what? Yeah, I was on a flight and it was going great. There was 138 of us. It was kind of packed. It was a DC seven. Some guy stood up and took a leak on somebody else and had to divert the plane because he couldn't. It started a brawl. You think they're going to believe yeah, you and give you a second audition? That, had, that was mean spirited. I mean, I, I've, I'm a grown man and I still go poo poo in my pants. You know, if I can't make it to the bathroom, so don't tell anybody. Okay. I mean, I, I have so many stories about pooping in my pants. It's, it, it's scary. But you know that guy. He he must have gotten a fight with the guy to piss on him, right? I mean, come on. I don't know. Right? I, I I just it's about etiquette and civility right now. It's just people are angered. People. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot no, of anger. So that's we, well, that's why we need you on uh, on shows like Curb Your Enthusiasm because we need laughter, you know. And and um, living here in Las Vegas, you're you're obviously in Los Angeles. Um, I flew back to because you and I were putting together a project, so I flew back to LA. Another story for you back in late July of, of 2022, right? And this is a segment called, Are You Shitting Me? Okay. And I'll show you an icon here. You're going to love this. All right. Los Angeles is an hour drive from Los Angeles. If you're familiar <laughs> with Los Angeles, I flew in the Hollywood Burbank Airport, get a rental car, drive down Hollywood Way, so I have to get to Culver City from Burbank. It's a Sunday at 1.30 in the afternoon. No big events going on. It's, it's not but it's summer. Go down Hollywood, get in the Ventura Freeway, I'm effed. It's a bottleneck. I get off, go on Ventura Boulevard, I go up Laurel right. Canyon, I get halfway up Laurel Canyon, bumper to bumper, I turn down, go down Ventura Boulevard, go Coldwater Canyon. I get to Mulholland Drive, it's uh. packed. I turn on Mulholland to go to Beverly Glen. I, it, it took me an hour and 45 minutes to get from the valley to wow. Culver City, and I have a GPS on my phone. I have an app that says there's no accidents anywhere, Brad. <laughs> Make a long story short, my brother-in-law, I'm texting him, I'm, I'm stuck in traffic, and he goes, welcome to the Thunderdome. I know it's great living in L.A. because I grew up there, but how do you do it? How do these people, you know, I have people that say, I'm making great six figures, but I'm in my car for two and a half hours. 
Well, I'll tell right. you what. You're in your hour, car for two and a half hours, going to work and getting home. Listen to the Fat Fish podcast. Why not? Brad, what do you do? How do you circumvent that? Was, you used to drive a Lyft, right? I was a Lyft driver for five and a half years. Nowadays, I just hide under the bed and cry. There's a way. Listen, there's ways. There's all these GPSs, but there's the grunny way. I know little. I know little side streets that you don't know because I've lived here. I was born and raised here, but it is crazy. I mean, the the traffic is unbearable, and and the rage. I mean, people are screaming at each other, pointing fingers. You know, and there's really it's it's not LA is not safe like it used to be. That's what really scares me with the homeless. And, and and the rage on the roads, it's it's terrible. Uh, what about Vegas? I heard, I mean, I, I've been to Vegas. I've seen you. We did a project. We're doing a project together. I mean, there's a lot of people. Traffic's unbearable there now, right? No, no. If, if, oh, yeah. if, if, if my wife and your significant other said, we're going to go from. What significant other? What are you talking about? I well, you'll, you'll, you'll get a date. date. What? I will one, one day I'll get a date, I hope. Every, every girl, you don't you don't realize that that even though you audition for the even though you audition for the whale and lost out to Brendan Fraser, every part of you is lovable. Every person, every girl, I said, oh my God, he's so lovable, you know. And then I said, well, just sit on his lap and see how lovable he is. But you know, you're <laughs> come on, you know, you're the, you're one of the better people. You come on, everyone loves you that meets you. Not everyone loves me. You know, but everyone loves you. That being said, Brad, uh, we're a good okay. team. We're a good team. Hang on. But the bottom way, line in we... Vegas, if if I said yeah. to you, you know, let's grab our girls and we're gonna and we're gonna meet downtown on Fremont Street and we're leaving from the northwest side of town, you would know that you can get there in 20 minutes. If you're in LA, the first thing you're thinking about is traffic. Okay, do I do I if I have to get from, you know, uh, Ventura Boulevard and the and the 405 to Westwood, which is a good 20 minute drive without traffic. You know, there's only one way to get there, and that's the Pulvada or the 405, or you know the little streets that Brad Grumberg knows, <laughs> and then you can circumvent that. But you know, there's not you can't compare. What's 10 million people in Los, in Los Angeles, and there's yeah. three million, there's 3.5 million people in all of Nevada, right? Yeah. Not all of them have teeth, but there's 3.5 million people in Nevada. <laughs> but you remember one thing. There's a certain um, uh, block of time that you could get across town quickly. I think like 11 to like 2. Rush hour starts at like 2 o'clock. It really does. Sure. I, I sleep around. So I wake up. This is my day. I wake up at about 11. I get a massage. I eat. I go back to sleep for a nap. Then I get up and I get in the car and do my errands. And if I have to go to the valley, the city, wherever I go, it's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I take my little roads, my little side tracks, and I get home, and then rush hour starts. So I really have no life, and I'm on this show. I have no idea why. But I want to say something. May I say something? I want to thank yeah, John Daly. John Daly did a great job. You guys did great together. And and now the you opened. there was an opening for me. I'm humbled that you're having me on this show and it's going to be a lot of fun. But I just want to thank John because, John, thank you, buddy. You're a good guy, and I wish you all the best. Yeah, John John was great. John, John's a very good friend of mine, and John has so many other opportunities. It was blessed to work with him. He's professional, great-looking, yeah. fun guy. Yeah. He, he's in heaven right now because the Dancy Double-A tournament's starting. We'll talk about that because UCLA is killing right. it, and he's a big baseball fan. But, no, it was a pleasure to have John. John's got so many other shows going right now, you know, and I, this is what I got. I'm a bartender. And I have you. Yeah. 
you know. So I went from a guy that looks I went from a guy that looks like Pierce Brosnan to a guy that's going to take my last donut. So it's it's a, it's a great great segue, buddy, to be with you. I got I got to ask you something because we're we're two guys talking in a bar right now, and I've had this conversation with customers of mine. It's like you know, there's always these ads everywhere, Brad, for erectile dysfunction everywhere. Hymns, if you you know, they'll show a guy in the bedroom with a young girl, and they have frowns on their faces, right? Right. I, I did a segment with John and I got a lot of crap for it because the Kardashians came out with the vagina gummy. Okay. Oh, where, I saw that. And and they're killing it. Okay. And the bottom line is, is treat your wow. meat with a treat that makes it fun to eat. And boy, I got a lot of crap for saying that. I don't, I, I have no problem with that. But now this is the number one ad for women. Now check out this ad. It's a pea-sized amount of Lumi applied between your butt cheeks like this. I will demonstrate. Just kidding, I won't. Like this. We put Lumi to the test and compared it to a shower. 12 hours after a shower with soap and water, the average crotch has an odor score of 5 to 6 out of 10. 12 hours after a shower and applying Lumi, you're at a 0 out of 10. No odor all day. I'm not a mathematician, but I think it means that Lumi is infinitely more effective than a shower alone. So just take a shower or shower with Lumi and be 0 out <laughs> wow. How do, How do they get away with that? The Kardashians get away with everything. Wow. I think it's great. Well, if you know what, though, you want equal representation. Well, bottom line is it's, it's health issues. You know, if, yeah. if, if it's something that could help your health, why not? And, you know, I looked at that girl. She's attractive on that on that video. Yeah. That might be her significant other. Could you imagine that? Imagine that yeah. she could she could be the one giving the massage and then giving you a bath. That would be fantastic. And feeding me grapes. I was wondering, can I put Lumi on a piece of rye? Kale Caesar. <laughs> can I put Lumi on a piece of rye bread and have that oh. for lunch? That would look really good. I'm telling you. I mean, Lumi butt cheeks. Wow. I don't want anything near my butt cheeks, you know? I, I, it's yeah. exit only. But, you know, right. I'm just saying. Is that okay to well, say? Well, we I'm, talked I'm, about I'm, significant I'm, others. You know, yeah. People say to me, you know, you, you've been married for such a long time. I, I have the, the great thing about bartending I'm, uh, in April will be 42 years. The, the greatest wow. attribute about bartending, which is amazing. And you have the gift of gab is that you're able to talk to new people every time you have a shift and make conversations and hopefully make friends. Met my wife in a bar. I met you through the bar. I met tons of met John Daly in a bar. I met a lot of people in bars. Wow. Right? And it's yeah. it's and, and, you know, when you go on first dates, you go to a restaurant, you go to a bar. 90% of the time. Um, when you're crazy younger. Thing is, crazy thing is that, you have sorry? no... Yeah, the crazy thing is you have no personality. <laughs> no. I'm a robot. <laughs> so, let's you're the let's best. talk about... No like, so, I want to say, there's no bartender things. better. No bartender better than oh, you, buddy. There are no, I mean it. No, I'm serious. You're Sam Stop Malone it. times 10. You're unbelievable. You are, I'm lucky. You are. I'm lucky that I'm I'm able to be around, you know, uh, owners and, and been in that position and managing and been in that position and, and working in great establishments. So, you know, that's just that's just that's being blessed. And, and you know, not every customer is great, but most are. And yeah. and uh, and it, it's a fun. It's, it's a, so I can get, say you, set the tone. Yeah. you set the tone as the bartender. You know, somebody yeah. can come in really upset. Right. And then you turn them because of your personality, you know. That's well, you're. That's we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have a show in a couple of weeks. You and I, and we're gonna have some of the top bartenders, uh, that that in, oh. in 
LA and and uh, and Vegas on. It's always fun. It's 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 a highly highly rated show because they tell their stories. And yeah. you learn when you're a bartender, and you've done it, is that you're yeah. a you're a gynecologist, you're a proctologist, you're a mic, mixologist, and you're a psychologist. You you multitasking yeah. is the greatest attribute to bartending. I love that word attribute because you have all these different customers, all different kinds of personalities, and how do you play them? You know, and then you got to worry about the guy sitting over here who's loud and obnoxious, who is saying political things, and you got two far left people over here, and you just you're always in tune of how to balance, uh, balance. how to basically yeah. on damage control. But that being said, Brad, you know, people say, by the way, that, wait, is, that, is that a toupee? Let me see that here. No. Is no. that real? No, that's my, that's my extensions. You know? Wow. That's, <laughs> oh man. I think that's all stitched in, but it looks fantastic. It looks good. I, yeah. Look, I'm sorry. I'm not as good looking as you are, you know? I have to, uh-huh. some people have to prep. <laughs> you don't have to look and like, I, and I, you and I prep. Like yeah. How do you pre? You, you say it. So you, you say you prep when you get up and have that massage, who's massaging? Is it you massaging yourself or you actually have a girl come by or a guy? Uh, wh- whoever it is, it feels good. You know, and that's, that's all I can. You know? uh, I, I, I know, yeah. I know you pay $60 and they think your name is Joe. Uh, by the way, in food. Las Vegas, where you get those massages, are on Spring Mountain and Jones. But I've never been there. No. <laughs> if I said I, if if I said I've never been there, did any of those establishments? The the perfect thing you would say is this: Are you shitting me? <laughs> You've never been. You would Brad, never go for. A, you would never no. go for a lucky finish ever. I know you. Never. No, I'm, I'm a loyal man. But you are. Oh, tell you, you what, are. we all have a past, and I got to ask yeah. you. You go first or I go first. What was the worst date you ever went been on? And mine's kind of long, but it's great. Okay, I'll, you go I'll, first. I'll give you mine. So, in the early, God, in the late '80s, there was something called the LA Express. So I wanted to do a social experiment. So I went on 119 dates. Okay, people put ads in in the LA uh, uh, LA Express. <laughs> Not like these apps now, Tinder and all that, but they had it in the LA Express. And my friend said, Hey man, you should do this. You date a lot of girls and have a good time. And really, if you find somebody who you know you're compatible with, you never know. So so I went on dates with, I mean, divorcees, uh, all sorts of girls, top to bottom, uh, everybody, you know. And I remember this very beautiful uh um african-american girl i took her to a strip club that's my style and i got her dances i just thought it would be something fun we were together i let her get the dances not me and i thought she had a great time and at the end i said you know i would love to you know take you out again she goes you're too fat for me i go excuse me come again i go we just had a great time i i can't get a kiss good night she goes you're too fat for me. And what I love about black girls is they tell the truth. They look you right dead in the eye and say, honey, this ain't going to work out here, okay? Yeah, this is dope. It was not, a, it was ugly. And I was like, wow, you really, I mean, you're, you're just laying me out. She goes, listen, you know, you're a nice guy, but you're just too fat. And she kept saying it. I go, all right, I'll go on a diet for you. And it just didn't end. And she never called me. 
but wow. you know, I was on, and then I was on the Love Connection way back in the day, and that didn't go too well. We'll show that. We'll show that one day on the show. I, I watched that, and I was going to download that. But Chuck Willie was a dick to you. I thought he was a complete asshole. I mean, when he was talking oh, to you, and just no, my God, yeah, he, yeah, the you were great. I mean, thank you. You, you know, you, you had that look. You, you were so innocent and young, and you had that. You know, you, you had that. Again, you had that collegiate look like you were the kind of guy that you hung out with the football team and they gave you the rejects. That's the kind of look that you had. But, hey, real quick, uh, real quick, we got a testimonial. My family chimed in, okay? Yeah. And that's my – hang on. That's my (laughs) uncle. That's my uncle Festus. He's also uh, my my cousin and my brother. And and he's married to my sister, (laughs) who's also my daughter. Yeah, yeah, well, the Appalachians chimed in, so they want to say good luck, good luck to uh, to Fat Fish. All right, it would so, be nice if your uncle, uncle took off his sweater vest, but anyway. Oh, he's great, yeah. Uh, so yeah, when, you've known me, you've known me for a long time, Brad, and, and and I'm in my 60s, and I have the mental capacity of maturity of a 12 year old now. Imagine me at 22, 23 years old. Okay, uh, I was an infant, and I worked in this great nightclub called Mom Saloon. It just opened up in 1982, and it it attracted models and 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 every actor and you and producer and it was an elite part of LA close to where you live in Brentwood right and I had this car I drove this remember this this is the Datsun oh. 240Z look at it. oh that's, that, that, that was, was a sport. let me that that you know that car was that was dope I had it but I had it ruby red and I love my car you know I had Corinthian leather in there I waxed the seats girl walks into mom's saloon drop dead gorgeous 5'7 model every single actor I won't say if it's Rob Lowe or if it's John Stamos or whoever's coming in at the time, asked her out every single, per, every single customer, every single employee. She went out with that guy right there. Which guy? That guy. Oh, that's me. That's me in 1982-83, okay? And I could have smiled because what I'm going to tell you about this date was it, it, it's, it, you will never believe this. I pick her up. Now, you're familiar with Brentwood, right? She lives close to the 7-Eleven on Barrington and Wilshire, okay? Oh, Her father owns a Italian girl. I won't mention her name because it's indiscreet, Gina. But her father, <laughs> owned, her father owned a bunch of condos, and I know her father was connected, Italian girl. Pick her up. She gets in the car. The minute she gets in the car, she farts, all right? And there's no like remorse. Her. Well, I know you you. <laughs> well, I wish I knew back then. So you have her number? <laughs> well, this gets better. So I let it go. It's a mulligan. All right. And now, mind you, we're only going to a restaurant seven minutes away. What did you remember Josephina's, which ended up oh. being Mezzaluna, where Ron Goldman worked that OJ killed? Okay. Oh, my God. Great restaurant. So, Didn't like great that. Joseph. Oh. Yes. Great Joseph. Great LA was icon, Josephina's. Brad, have you ever eaten at Josephina's? Stupid question. <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> So the story, the story gets better. So as I pull pull up uh, the streets of Kiowa, she farts again, and there's no remorse. There's oh, no there's no cute giggle like I'm sorry, and she's firing away missiles as we drive the seven minutes. All right. Are they silencers? Are they silencers? No, they're 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 flutter blasts, man. So oh, okay, okay. We get to the restaurant, and we have a great conversation because she's drop dead gorgeous. She looks like Kate Beckinsale. With Kate Hudson eyes, with darker skin, all right, and just and a great personality. Except she ate with her fingers. 
So I thought, was well, was she Moroccan? No, she's Italian. But she's eating with her fingers, and but I can't get the farts out of my because you know why? We're going right. to Westwood Village to go to a movie, and I'm thinking wow. to myself, if you're in a movie theater and we're gonna go see Fast Times at Ridgemont High, that was playing back in 1982, right? Follow me on this. Follow the story. So all I'm thinking Does it is, have I an, can't, does I, the story have an ending? Does the story have yeah, an ending? It's gonna have an ending. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll make the long story short. I can't take her to the movies because if she starts farting in the movie, who gets blamed? The guy. No one's thinking when she starts farting the silent ones. And I think she has that in our itinerary. She has to have an arsenal of farts. I know this sounds gross to our audience, but this is an absolute true story. All right. So um, I, I, I feign illness and I said, hey, look, I got to take you home, honey. You know, I'm not feeling too good. She goes, can you stop at the 7-Eleven? I want to get something um, for my dad. And I met her dad when I, when I picked her up. And her dad looked like uh, James Gandolfini. He had so much grease in his hair. That he gets his hair cut at Terrible Herbst. <laughs> that made the guy. It was amazing. So I go, yeah. <laughs> but what I did is tell you never do this. Okay. I left her there. I was so pissed off at the farts. I left her at 7 Eleven. Now the walk, it was still light outside. Okay. So it wasn't dark. We went to an early dinner and we're going to get a movie. So she had to walk four minutes, right? Get back to the bar. And a couple of bartenders said to me, you know what? She has these two brothers that are gorillas. You're going to have to take a beating. I said, I don't give a shit. All right. She's farting in my car. <laughs> Two weeks go by. I walk in. I, I walk into this Italian. I walk into this Jewish deli called Zucky's on Wilshire and Fifth, right? And her father's sitting there. Her father's sitting there. And I go from the counter and I see him. And he goes, Tony Soprano. I shit myself. Oh, no. I walk over. I sit down. And he says, "Don't say a fucking word, okay?" And I'm thinking to myself, "I'm gonna get whacked." I know he's connected. I know he's got a lot of money. He looks at me and he says, I got to apologize to you. I never taught my daughter those kind of manners of fart in a car. Would you give her a second chance? I'm not kidding. <laughs> really? No way. Two, liked 2008, 2008, Facebook comes around. I, you look up all your friends. Facebook comes out. You go and look up everybody, right? I look her up. Okay. And I find out that in her profile, she's married to a guy that looks like, I hate this haircut. This is the, this is the actor, Sean, you know, what's your face? Yeah. I hate that. Brian, no, he's a great that. actor. That's him great from the actor. Princess Bride, Brian. I'm not Brian. That's yeah. him from the Princess Bride, Brad. My, my but, name is Brad, by the way. Brad. Yeah, I know. Call me I'm, Brian. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, my anger management's hitting me with this fucking story. So, and I always said, <laughs> if you had that kind of hair, shave it. So I look on her Facebook profile, and it says that's her husband. Now she's five ten, five seven. She'll great. She didn't age anything. And I, you know, I know she had a career. And it says in his occupation. Married to Dr. Blah, 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 Jewish last name. And she says, <laughs> proctologist. So if you're writing the uh, script, okay, farting chick marries ass doctor. Could You can't make this up. You can't make that up. That's fantastic. And by, the most important thing, how is your Corinthian leather after those farts? Was it just, okay I, I, don't get, I don't get how you, you know, look. And I told that story to my wife and my brothers. Everyone knows that story. And he said, why, you know, you... You, you, you acted like an ass, act like an asshole. She's far. Okay. Well, how do you look at it this way? And I, again, I'm immature. What if, what if it came to the point of the, of, of the date where we're going to maybe on the first date have sex? How do you focus? You know, you know, how do you make out with the girl and then the farts come in? And then there's, you know, I, I, I don't want to go, I don't want to get gross about it. I just, I, I uh, what do you do? You already have. Yeah. Go ahead. But I want to know. My, that's, but when she farted, did she look at you like she knew she farted and you heard it? 
or that did she, she just it, like, oblivion oblivious oh, oh, oblivious that's, that's okay. the worst that's and the worst. you know what the sad thing was when she got out of the car to go to 7-eleven she farted as she's leaving the car so when i closed the door it came back in i don't i don't oh you know my my, my, my wife would one yeah my wife she's she's squeezed some cheese to say thank you fish here's one more for you buddy <laughs> my my wife's yeah. the nicest person on the planet she goes well maybe she had a problem so i'm the bad guy you know i think you again you here's the moral of the story young people you can't take a girl to a movie theater because if she farts you're getting blamed a thousand percent of time brad if that's you forget it yeah. I love it. Let me give me give me her number. I want to carry her off the field like Rudy. I love her. I love <laughs> her. I just love her. Oh my goodness, that's a great date. And I, you know, I'll tell you, I'm, I don't want to be gross on our first show, but I, we're getting real. So, speaking of women, what, yeah. what kind of women do you like? What kind of are, are you? Are you a body guy? Are you a, you know, the the? Is, is it, I, I, I think, all my life I've been a boob man. Oh, all my life, I like big boobs. That's just me, okay? I, like, when I saw a girl, I got excited when I saw her boobs. But there are girls that they show the boobs, but then it's kind of like, I, what was that movie? Uh, the, then the Brock, oh, um, oh, what was, oh, it was uh, Animal House. Remember when he, he gets the girl in, in the room and then all of a sudden she's like, you know, she's 12 years old, which is terrible, and I don't condone that. But he takes off, she takes off her top and she had stuffed it with, toilet paper so what you see is not really what you get you know what i'm saying but i you know what i like i like a smile now that i'm older because i'm 35 you know that right uh, i like a smile and a personality and any girl that laughs at my jokes anybody who laughs at my jokes i don't care what she looks like i love her i want to date her that's my story yeah. but I, yeah boo man boo man and maybe a little tushy man you know i like it how about you i mean before uh... you got you still look. Uh, you do you what? still I, look at beautiful girls? Do you still look because they come into your bar? Do you still look at other ladies? Yeah, but you know what? As gross as I am, I just told a story, and people think I, you know, that I, you, I'll get comments. You handled that wrong. I was twenty-two, you know. I yeah. my, and, and I was more concerned about Corinthian leather than I was a girl. Um, I'm a face <laughs> guy. I, I, I'm a face guy. I I, I I I love when I'm with a woman. I've been with my wife. You'll meet my wife one day. You probably dated her. Um, 34 years Thir best three months of her life anyways i'm a face guy i love i love making out i love making out with a woman and i've been, I've been lucky yeah, to have yeah. a, a greatest kisser in my life is my wife but when i dated girls you know that didn't fart i love making out with them and i like that look in the morning of of a face you know because not everyone has the greatest body on the planet but if you look at a face and they had that smile on their face because you know we've all had you know drunken nights and one night stands i will say this to america right now i've never not had a pretty face because you know why brad yeah. i'm pretty why oh yeah. You, yeah do you have an ego you're a humble guy you're, you're just no, no you can't you have you a can't. little bit of I'm a humble guy. Guy. you are a humble guy that's why yeah. we get along so well i mean i make fun i'm of a myself. face guy i mean We're you know you're a face guy all right all right i, I like face i like eyes i like faces i like i like yeah, making out the making out part of a woman yeah, is the most sensual part of making love because it, it rouses. It, you ever had a kiss? You ever you ever kissed a girl and it was shitty? Like remember Jabba the Hut in Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had I'm a girl one night that hey, honey, my, my mouth's over here, you know, and she's trying to make out with my ear, which is did you know the ears 
is the second biggest erogenous zone on your body. I, I love when a girl bites my earlobe. I know. In yeah. college, I lost my virginity. That's another story. But no, tell us. I, you want to tell? <laughs> sure. Girl, I, you, well, this is one of the all-time greatest stories, how I lost my virginity. University of Arizona. I ordered a pizza in my dorm, Kaibab with Chuka. And I'm just going to watch. I'm going to watch uh, Letterman and go to sleep, right? Eat my pizza, my Domino's. Hopefully we'll get, we'll get a, you know, a sponsor of Domino's. Great pizza. Ordered it. And all of a sudden, my buddy Big Joe Desic came to my door. He goes, Grunny, we got to go to the all-campus party down the road. I go, what do you mean? I go, I'm ordered a pizza. I'm going to watch Letterman. I'm in. He goes, you won't believe this. They're giving away free hats. For some reason, I was into hats back then. <laughs> I, I went for the hat. Virgin, 17, walk in the party. This gorgeous girl, gorgeous, on the floor. Blonde, blue-eyed, of course, big boobs. And all of a sudden, she looks at me, and she's staring at me. And I'm like, Joe goes, the girl's staring at you. I go, what are you talking about? Where are the hats? I want to get out of here. I want to go back to my pizza. So she asked me to dance. I go on the floor. It's a fast song. She starts dancing slow with me. She starts to bite my earlobe. I go, wait a minute. This is not going to go well. Yes. I, we barely, I didn't even get her name. I said, you look familiar. Did, did we play in the sandbox together when we were in junior? She was very drunk, believe it or not. Hello. And uh, she had to dance with me. So all of a sudden, she has to go to the bathroom. I escort her like a gentleman to the bathroom. She comes out of the bathroom. She trips down some stairs, falls in the mud. She was wearing a whole, a total white outfit, top and bottom. Everybody starts laughing at her, of course. Sir Lancelot, I pick her up. I wipe her off with my hanky. Who carries a hanky? I don't know why I was carrying a hanky. But the assistant head resident, big, studly guy like you, Baywatch guy, big muscles, you know, and he goes, hey, Grunny, come here. You see that girl? I go, yeah. He goes, I'm going to, she's going to see God tonight. I go, really? Uh, can you do it? Can, can you wait another night? You know, <laughs> I, go, I go, can you help me here, buddy? He goes, no, that's mine. And get out of my way. I saw you talking to her. I go, yeah, all right. So she, I started talking to her. She goes, she, when she fell in the mud, I go, let's get out of here. She goes, yeah. So we go back to my place. This is the greatest story. And she goes, you know, I go, you know, I'm, I always embarrass myself. I do di different things. I, I'm a clown. I make, I'm a comedian. She goes, oh, wow. I go, you want to see some pictures? I take her back, show her some pictures. We start making out. And then she goes, then my friend told me, do this move and do that move. And then all of a sudden, when I hear no, it's no. I respect women, you know, all this crazy stuff of abusing women. Not for me. No was no. I said, hey, I got I got I got to make out. Yeah, all right. That's great. She goes, I gotta go to the bathroom. She goes to the bathroom, comes back to my dorm room, and all of a sudden she takes off all her clothes. I go, what? I go, wait, 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 what? You said no. She goes, come on, let's go. And she goes, I goes, she goes, go get a condom. I went to get the condom. I come back. And there it was. Oh my God. I I'm there. I go and I kind of check to see if everything is in its right place. And I'm going, ah, 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 ah. she goes, oh, oh, Gary. Gary. I go, I'm sad. She goes, oh, 
Oh, oh, Tom, Steve, uh, uh, Timmy. I take her home at fish. the end of the night. She goes, good night, fish. Never got my name right. Didn't even know who I was. And you know what? The Jewish lover that I am, I sent her flowers the next day. Never heard from her again. Cecilia, I still love you. That was 30 years ago. Let me share but with that, that girl is now. That's her. <laughs> oh, my God. She, she married my drunk. cousin uncle. Oh, God. Yeah, you know, those are the days, though. You think about that. I got, I, I'm thinking about something that sends me on a tangent. Look how Tinder, look at all the websites that kids have to get laid right now. You and I had a meet girls back in the day, and I brag about yeah. this. We had to work at it. You met him in a bar at yeah. a, at a uh, party. He got set up. You know, there was ads in newspapers and stuff like that, but there was there was no website you can go on and just look at a profile picture and show up and and do the deed. No, I mean, so you know, you worked at it more, and it's it's like anything you you had more of a love for it. So who who knows? You know, it's it's technology. It's sad today. What and you know what went on way back when? You know, people get drunk and they do things they don't even know what they're doing, and that to me, when you get so oblivious that you don't remember what happened in the morning that that was always i i always felt bad i would you know talk to some some of my uh, you know little sisters and the girls at our fraternity parties i go are you okay you know and oh i'm fine i'll be fine and you know and it, it doesn't end well you know yeah. when you get when you don't know what's going on with drugs and alcohol it really it's it's it, it's a dead-end street it's and really we see it get i i, yeah, I i've we, seen it i'm trained to see yeah. the things oh, with yeah. alcohol, you know, and it changes. There's three kinds of drunks, buddy. There's a quiet drunk, there's a mean drunk, and there's a a, a funny drunk. That's it. You know, How I'm always worried about the. How I'm worried about it? the quiet drunk because you don't know what's going on in their heads. But you you learn to deal with it, and you learn to talk your way out of it. And again, like I said, it's multitasking, damage control. But I wouldn't give it up. You know, people say to me, "How come you didn't get into acting?" And I said, "I didn't get into acting because I act every night like a bartender, and I'm acting." different little dramas every night trying to you know deal with people and it's i love it i love it it keeps you on your toes i'll tell you that keeps me keeps me young balance it's a delicate balance because you want to sell alcohol but when do you cut somebody off that's what i'm saying you don't know you you, you know when to do it you know what that dog is barking because chinese food being delivered stop barking (laughs) get annie in here i got my dog over here eating probably see molly in the background you see my dog in the background, Brad? There's oh, my dog sweet. in the background, kind of going for oh, some. Nice. Uh, we got uh, dogs that's, together for show. We'll that's Molly. That's my golden retriever. She's five years old. Just uh, oh that, God, that breed is. She's beautiful. Yeah. She sleeping in your bed? Does she sleep in your bed? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> she spoons me more than my wife does. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. She'll spoon you. Um, I know. You know, <laughs> I. I I'll fart. I'll fart in her face. See how that Great. callback works. I don't. I don't we don't. We don't need that. I mean, you know, um, we don't. We, we don't need to call the health department. So yeah. Uh, by the way, yeah. by the way, on the next show, I want to tell my story about in uh, in sixth grade, uh, fifth grade, when I went poo poo in my pants, and I had to go back to class. It's a it's a gem. It's a gem. I know. Look at your face. Well, no, I, I, I'm trying to think where you're going with that. I, I will tell you this. And we're going to have a nice long career, you and I here. When I found out that you managed strip club for strip, strip clubs for ten years, I've never been in any strip clubs in my life. 
And the one you did, the Tropicana, I was in her all the time. I'm surprised we didn't come across each other. But to see a guy like you with your personality and your gift of gab, that's a perfect job. How lucky are you? You know, that's like was, when William Shatner, was, who couldn't act, got Boston legal, right? And he had Alzheimer's yeah. disease. What a lucky break, you know? You're yeah, no, you're yeah. a manager in a strip club. I mean, I can only imagine the stories you have. Save them uh, for for yeah, uh, for a future story, day. It's a whole show, but I worked there for 15 years and uh, did other things. And I really one thing I always respected is with the women because these women had families, they had kids, they had lives, and you know they labeled them as this and that. But you know what? <laughs> There's your dog barking at my dog. But yeah, we'll tell that story another time. The world's no, great. House no. It, you, you, have to have, you have to have stories about that gig. I mean, it, you know, I 10, did. 15 years managing a strip club. I never knew that. I've known you a long time. Then I heard you on, on something that was one of your audition tapes I'm looking at on, on YouTube to download. And I said, yeah, I managed strip clubs for 15 years. Where did I miss that part of your life? And now we get a chance uh, in future shows to explore well, that let's, um, let me give a little teaser let me give a little teaser ready the bigger the yeah. bill the bigger the thrill the more money the nicer the honey the more greenery the nicer the scenery seven nights a week 365 days a year the world famous hollywood tropicana fuck disneyland this is the happiest place on earth. <laughs> oh it. how's that yeah um you're you're, you're blessed <laughs> it's great i mean the fact you still know that is is, is fantastic but I'm, I'm going to turn the table on you and segue into something that, uh, you know, um, you, you come from a great family and your, your brother's a very talented actor and your sister's great and your mom and dad, God bless them. And they just built a family, but you've been in the business forever and you've met so many people and you just lost one of your very dear friends. I'm going to show you a couple of pictures because he's my one of my favorite actors. I never met the guy, but this is Brad and, and the actor, Tom Sizemore. Uh, Tom passed away last week of a brain aneurysm. Um, you remember him from Natural Born Killers. He was in Heat. He was in True Romance. He was in a lot of other things that that you know you probably saw him in. My favorite role that he had wasn't it? One was this one. That's him playing Sergeant Horvath in Saving Private Ryan, and, and a very lovable character. Brad, talk about since you were so close with the guy. Talk about your relationship with Tom, and we like we lighten it up on this show. But tell me something that you know about Tom that you'll take with you forever? Well, I, I met him on a movie. Um, my uh, dear friend, Lauren Francesca, great actress, great person. She put me in one of her films, uh, this horror film, and uh, I was in a cell. She says, basically, I want you to be in this scene with this big time actor that I hired. I didn't know who it was. So I'm waiting, I'm on the set, and all of a sudden, Tom Sizemore walks in. I'm like, wow, this guy is big time. And I had heard all the things that he'd been through in his life, drugs, alcohol, you know, domestic violence. He, he was a troubled guy and a lot of demons, but he was a nice guy. He was a nice guy to me. And um, I did this scene with him uh, in, in this cell and we were just getting along great. It was it was he had he had all the lines. I was just improv, which I do best. Not today, but usually. And uh, basically, I asked him, I go, can I get your number? Can I, I, he goes, you like, look at me, you, you want to date me? I go, no, no, I, I want to take you to lunch. I have an idea. I want to run past you. So me and my writing partner, Sean White, we wrote a uh, one-hour dramedy uh, for him. And it's called The Force. And it's a great, great, great script. 
and I got to know him. And I even did, and maybe we can show it on the uh, on the on the show. We did a chemistry sizzle. That's what they do in the business, where two actors come together to see if they have chemistry. And there, we didn't take, do anything from the script. I just fed him lines. We were on surveillance, watching this guy in the scene, and uh, and I just fed him lines, and it was like it was natural. And he and he turned to me and he said, "Man, you're a good actor." And that to me was like, "Wow, you know, I I." I always knew I was good. I really enjoyed what I do. But when you're an improv actor and you make it so seamless, we and together we did. We had chemistry, and it was real. And, and the last time I saw him was uh, I hadn't seen him in two weeks, so I flashed his acting class, and we can even show that next time. And uh, I, filmed, I filmed him just because he, he's giving back to, to young actors. And and I walk in and I go, is this the Will Smith acting class? Who are you? Are you really? What's going on here? And he was like, well, Dad, what are you doing here? And he laughed and I, I told him I loved him. And I said, at, at the end, I basically spent like halfway through the class. And then I left. And it was so tragic. And two weeks later, he had he you know had this tragic uh, stroke. And uh, he lost a great one. And he was getting his life together. But he had been through so much. And in the picture, you can tell he looked tired. He didn't look his sharp self like yourself. Look how sharp you look. But uh, I missed him. And uh, I, I met him for a reason. I met you for a reason. That's why we're here today. And I'll never forget you, Tom. And thank you for all the laughs and all the things you taught me. And uh, may you rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, he, I heard great stories about him. And I saw that surveillance tape and I <laughs> that the subject matter is something right up my alley his response when we show that to what you guys were talking about I don't want to tease that yeah. but maybe the okay. Lume girl could jump in on that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, I'll tell you hey. I, it was great he he showed up on time he was into the project and then I heard all these stories but you know what he's a human being but he's got something Robert, right. Robert, your story uh, well I watched her and she wrote a book Perfect. And she had two bouts of leukemia and she's living today. God bless her, healthy. And she wrote a book. Her mom says, I got the I got the title for you, Robin. Everybody's got something. And that's true. Everybody's true. got something. Yeah. No one, you know lives a perfect life. no one lives a perfect life but Donald Trump. But anyway, I uh no, I'm just, <laughs> but that's another story I can tell you. An unbelievable story. You got we a ton so of stories. We have so well, much to talk about. This well, has been we, and we got a lot, and we got a lot of time to do it. And you know, we're we're going to close up here in a second, and then uh, uh, talk about uh, the, the fact that what Fat Fish is about is making pe- hopefully making people laugh because there's nothing better than a smile, and better, nothing better than laughter. And this guy, Brad Grumberg, has made me laugh in person. I've never been around this guy when he wasn't telling a joke or making someone laugh. And do you have that ability? If you have that virtue yeah. in you, that's the biggest talent you have. I don't care how good of an actor you are. You make people laugh. I get make people laugh by getting naked. My wife goes, my wife said, yeah, Eric makes you laugh every day. He gets naked and I laugh. That's me. You you actually have the improv and addiction to make people laugh. So we are. Yeah. I mean, my humor fat- is, I'm a fat fish. And my humor is from Don Rickles because he made, and I got to work with him and got to know him. He made people laugh. He says, oh. if you don't make fun of people, then you don't like this. 
the ones you don't make fun of that you don't want nothing to do with them. It's true. I goof on my friends. I make funny jokes because I love you. And I did it when I was a little kid and I never thought I was going to be an actor, but then I became an actor and it's, you know, everything where everything is already determined in life. This was my calling, and I'm, I'm blessed every day to make people laugh. Make fun of me. Say something funny about me. Come on. What's so well, funny about right. me? You what am I, claim. Yeah, you're a clown because you claim that you have a great tush. You said that awesome. you have the best tush, and all the girls at, at, at Mom's Saloon said, turn around. We want to see your tush. And uh, you have an okay tush. You have, I mean, let I me have see if I can, at least if I can find a, let me see if I can find a picture of my tush. Hang on yeah, a second. I, I have a big fat ass. Women like that right. too. Well, keep talking. I, I might be able to find. A, I might be able to find a picture. You of my find butt. it in, yeah. yeah. Keep don't talking. You have that in your about... Don't you What's have that? that picture in your wallet? <laughs> no. <laughs> no I, yeah. A I picture in my wallet of my pooper. That's a great yeah, one, man. Pooper. I'll find yeah. it. Hang yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, here we go. You know at Mom Saloon, used to show every girl. This is, your this is this is my ass in 1983, right there. Look at that. Not, Look I mean, at the contours of that derriere, ladies. That's my butt. That's not Photoshop. But I gotta ask that's you a question: butt. Are you commando? Are you no underwear? Are you commando in there, or are you wearing boxes uh, or briefs? No underwear. You're, that's yeah. You're, that's my yeah, butt. You know, commando. I knew I knew the person taking the picture, so I kind of you know <laughs> fledged it to the tushy tugs. But there you go. Now. There's people that, you know, you, you, we, we talked earlier about what we like in, you know, in, in, in yeah. boob guy, I'm a face guy. There's girls that couldn't stand my face or my body. They just stare at my ass all day, you know, and it's great, you know, yeah. but I never made it as an ass model. I'm just an ass man. <laughs> hey, let me tell people where we're at. We're, we were on Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're on Roku, Amazon, Spotify, uh, Johnny Cocktails, Entertainment, Donut Hour, we're everywhere, okay? <laughs> Apple Podcasts, look at the ticker on the bottom. Catch us weekly on Mondays. And, you know, if you have any comments, you want to talk about your bad dates, we're at fishgrunny1, fishgrunny1 at gmail.com. Brad, this is the start of something. I hope I don't embarrass you. Um, when you take uh. your dad out today, you have a wonderful 90-year-old father. You're the caretaker of your parents. Do not I fart mean. in the car, okay? He's, he's had right. enough trouble with oxygen. Don't do it! It's funny. Dad doesn't fart at 90 and a half years old, but I do all the farting. It's crazy, right? You'd think it would be the, uh, the other way around. But, Fish, I got to tell you something. This has been such a pleasure for me. I'm humbled that you asked me to do this. We're going to have a great time, buddy. This is going to be a ride we'll never forget. And hopefully uh, we'll bring on some great guests. We'll talk about in some embarrassing things because life is embarrassment and just be yourself. I mean, it's like, I just read this thing, the Dodgers, um, Kiki, uh, Kiki Hernandez told a story of one. And did you read that about how he pooped in his pants going up to the plate in one of the Dodger yes. playoff games? Oh my God. I love honesty. I, that's what we're all about. We're going to talk honesty. We're not going to candy coat anything. And I'm like, Kiki went poo-poo in his pants. He had to run back to the uh, to the dugout and you know get a new uh, a, a that, new bottle. You know what? That sounds like a children's story. Kiki went yeah. poo-poo in his pants when he batted for the Dodgers in 2021. But hey, that happens. You know, it does. I guarantee you. We got 30 seconds to go. I guarantee you, when you've been on the stage with people or something like that, someone had to go to the yeah. bathroom really bad, or they pissed their pants on a live, oh. you know, improv. Yeah. So it happens. I mean, look. 
Um, you see these you see these NBA players running back to the locker room. What do you think they're running back to the locker room for? A sandwich? No. No. They got to go poo-poo. When you got to go poo-poo, you got to go poo-poo. Yeah. Well, this, this podcast is dope. And we're getting out of here, buddy.